Hello and welcome to the latest installment of the Swarm Report podcast. I'm your host and co-sports editor Jordan Lattimore, and I'm here to bring you some of the latest sports stories as well as some upcoming coverage to look forward to from what is looking like a busy week at the State Hornet Sports Desk. Let's get right into it. The Sac State men's basketball team secured an impressive win in an 81-75 victory over Eastern Washington in the Nets on Saturday. Fifth-year seniors Bryce Fowler and William Fitzpatrick combined for nearly 50 points on their senior night as Hornets extended their winning streak to three games. Sac State will be in Montana over the next four days as they are set to finish up their final two games of their season against Montana State and the University of Montana before the Big Sky Tournament in Boise, Idaho, which is set to go underway next Monday on March 7th. The women's basketball team will also be wrapping up their season in the next two games, also playing Montana State and Montana on Wednesday and Friday in the Nets to close the regular season. The Hornets are coming off a big-time 67-58 win against Eastern Washington. If Sac State can win one of their next upcoming two games, they will officially clinch their, their first winning season in almost a decade. The Sac State softball team finished with a 3-2 record in the Silicon Valley Tournament last week. The Hornets scored a total of 29 runs throughout the tourney and improved to a 6-8 overall record this season. Sophomore Lexi Webb leads the Hornets in both hits and RBI as the team seems to be finding their stride as of late. Stay tuned for coverage as the Hornets will face off against UC Davis and Dixie State in Davis, California for the Capitol Classic on Friday, March 4th, which runs through Sunday, March 6th. The Sac State baseball team swept Long Beach State in their season series over the past weekend. The Hornets, who came into face who was at one point the sixth ranked team in the nation in the Dirtbags, earned many national rankings after a dominant series, including a number 20 spot from the Baseball America poll. For Sac State, this is the second time in school history that the school has appeared in a Division I baseball ranking. Senior catcher Dawson Bacho and sophomore infielder Jorge Bajorquez led the Hornets in hits so far this season with a combined total of 20. The Hornets' next series will be at home at John Smith Field against Houston Baptist this Friday beginning at 2 p.m. and will run through Sunday. Stay posted for coverage of this series as the Hornets will look to build on their historic pace. Speaking of Sac State baseball, I'm joined by State Hornet baseball beat writer Dylan McNeil. How you doing, Dylan? I'm doing good. Glad to be here. Great. Great to have you. Great to have you. So, I mean, what do you make of this start so far for the Hornets this season? They're off to a 7-1 start. Um, what do you make of it? Well, the 7-0 start that they had was the best in school history thus far. So, it doesn't get much better than that. Then they suffered their first defeat of the year on Tuesday against Cal Berkeley. And while it's just one game, it's not the direction Sac State was looking to go in. Absolutely. And can I kind of speak a little bit more to that to that loss you know, at Cal on Tuesday? I mean, um, do, you, do you think it's something that we should, you know, as Hornet fans, kind of be concerned about? Or are there any glaring holes that you kind of noticed? Or do you, do you feel like this is kind of just a small bump in a, in a very long road for the Hornets this season? It's a small bump. Baseball has a long season. They're going to lose eventually. I feel like outfielder Josh Rowling said it best when he said, we want to win as much as possible, but at some point every team is going to lose. We still have a lot of room to improve. For sure, man, for sure. And kind of looking at the the outlook for this season's uh, or this this series this Friday against Houston Baptist, um, what are some things some people should kind of keep their eye on? Some you know some things to kind of look out for. And uh, what are your what are your what's your synopsis of the series preview and kind of what the matchup is looking like for them? Well, in Tuesday's game, manager Reggie Christensen opted against using a starting pitcher, deciding to save his starters for this weekend, going for more of a staff game on Tuesday. Obviously, he wasn't looking for a 6-2 loss, but it puts them in a good position to be able to compete all four games this weekend. So, um, obviously, you know, Dylan, you've been connected to this team for a while, right? You've been here, you know, covering the team last year. Obviously, starting off this year covering the team as well. Um, you know the team really well. What do you think 
the ceiling of this team is. Obviously, we saw that after the Long Beach State, you know, series, they got that number twenty ranking, got all these high ranks, by all these different, you know, sites and stuff. Um, what do you think is the ultimate pinnacle for the Hornets this season, in your opinion? The expectation around the team is to be able to compete for the Western Athletic Conference Championship, and from then on, they would be entered into the NCAA baseball tournament in Omaha. So that's the goal. Obviously, it's a long ways away, but they're just focusing on going series to series at this point. For sure, for sure. And, you know, we saw last year that they, they, you know, they were ranked at one point in time. And, you know, Reggie Christensen has, has, has you know, a long tenure history with this program and has done a lot of good things. And we, we've seen a lot of good teams in the past. Um, is there anything that to you kind of stands out for this team and, and is, is an impressive kind of hallmark to kind of look at in terms of this team separating itself from the West of their, their, their conference and, you know, kind of from the, the rest of the country in, in your own kind of opinion? I think the way that they've been able to replenish their pitching staffs what stand out to, is what stands out to me the most. The, the way they lost their top two starting pitchers last summer in the draft and just have seamlessly replaced them, that's what impresses me. Mm, absolutely. And, and you talk about the draft. I mean, this is becoming, you know, we talk about it all the time. We go to the games, we see all these scouts out here. We see, you know, different, um, you know, obviously a lot of different, um, you know, uh, scouting and a lot of a lot of attention, MLB professional attention on the Sac State program. Um, did you ever think this was a possibility for a small kind of mid-major school like this? And, um, you know, kind of kind of speak to volumes to how, you know, Christensen has really kind of paved the way for this program to be what it is today. They've had a long track of success here at Sac State with tens of consecutive winning seasons. They've had players drafted in most years of the last decade. They're used to this level of success. It's not even that large of a surprise. Obviously, they've never had the 7-0 start until now, but now they have it. So they're just going to continue to look forward. All right, Dylan, I really appreciate the time, man. Uh, you know, I hope you have a, a fun time at the series on Friday and uh, can't wait to see what other stuff you got coming up, coming up for the rest of the season, okay? Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to the Swarm Report podcast. Make sure to check out the show notes related to this podcast and make sure to keep an eye out on the State Hornets sports section for upcoming sports coverage of this weekend and for the weeks ahead. Thank you. This has been Jordan Latimer.